Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In the midst of the Egyptian Arab Spring, Bassem Youssef makes a decision that, that's every mother's worst nightmare. He leaves his job as a heart surgeon to become a full-time comedian. Dubbed the Egyptian John Stewart, Bassem creates a satirical show called Alberneg. Uh, the weekly program quickly becomes one of the most viewed television programs in the Middle East with 30 million viewers per episode. In a country where free speech is not settled law, Bassem's show becomes as controversial as it is popular. That is the synopsis, if you will, for this wonderful documentary called Tickling Giants. The director of this film is Sarah Taxler, and, uh, but we are joined today by the subject of this documentary, Tickling Giants, and that would be Basim Yosef. Basim, welcome to Film School. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great, and it's a true, true honor to have you joining us today uh, for your work, and it's remarkable and, and most importantly, funny and satirical, and uh, provided an opportunity where there was none before for people to express opinions and to ex- and express their concerns and with your show and and with you, uh, you as is a wonderful host impresario uh, a guide into uh, it, uh, for people uh, in Egypt and as well as in uh, and, and and obviously popular among many other in many other countries. Tell me a little bit about the when uh, Sarah approached you about, was it, was it always going to be a documentary, or did it evolve into becoming a documentary when she approached you? Well, Sarah, when she approached me, I was visiting John Stewart's show. Like, I was trying to shadow uh, their team to understand how to make a, a live show. This was, like, after the first season of my small show. Uh, I wanted to actually expand it. And uh, she met me there, and uh, I think the way that Sarah described it, that she said uh, she wondered what would be John Stewart like if he had another job as a heart surgeon. <laughs> and also, she she noticed that like within my team, there were like uh, half of my team was women, and and she wondered what would be her counterparts in the Middle East be like. And um, that was the uh, what the kind of initiated their interest. And she asked me, and I said, like, yeah, sure, why not? And she asked me to actually do a documentary. So it, it, is, it started as a documentary, but we thought this would be a nine-month uh, project that will be, yeah, we have someone in Egypt trying to do our job, and that will be it. But it's kind of like these, as the, the story unfolded, and it's kind of like it, 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 the story had nine lives. Uh, every 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 time it, it will be like an extension of the story. The The show will stop. The show will come back. The show will continue the show was threatened uh so this was the it, it went from a nine-month project to a four-month project a four four years uh four years project yeah and i love the the you know the format of it, it's sort of in keeping with the theme of it being a television show we see in in this documentary kind of season one season two season three it, it walks us through this and it uh, it gives a lot of context because in it as the film unfolds we're seeing the period of time when um the islamic 
Brotherhood came to power with President Morrissey. Well, actually, we're going back further. Mubarak is actually in power at the time you begin your first show. Is that correct? Right after the revolution, quote-unquote, um, uh, succeeded, and we, we thought it succeeded because we got rid of Mubarak, uh, our 30 years dictator, um, there was kind of a window of hope. And what I did was just like YouTube videos that I was scrutinizing the media for brainwashing the people during the revolution because they were telling the people that those people in the streets are not revolutionaries, they're not freedom fighters, they are just there because they were being paid by external powers, by the CIA, by the Mossad, by all kinds of uh, intelligence agencies in the world. And uh, so I made fun of that. And, uh, and and what happened was, uh, I um, uh, I didn't think that that time that like uh, there would be any traction for my show, uh, because at that time I was waiting for my H1B visa to arrive from Cleveland because I was accepted as a uh, fellow as a heart surgery program there, and uh, I really didn't think much about it. But like in within three four weeks, I was having offers from every single network in Egypt, and even regional networks. They wanted to have me to do a regular TV show, and I was scared on TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of a leap of faith. I uh, uh, gave up on the uh, on the offer from the states, from Cleveland, and I started my YouTube, uh, my uh, my TV show. It was a kind of a small tape, pre tape TV TV uh, studio show, and that was. Uh, the year after Mubarak, so before the Muslim Brotherhood got to power, there was like kind of an interim uh, period, and uh, uh, and then I decided that I want to take this live. I I wanted to just to be like the John Stewart Daily Show uh, live show, and uh, this is where I went to America, and I wanted to meet John, and I wanted to understand how do people make live shows because that was a concept that was not even popular in the Middle East. People didn't know what to do. So, um, and this is how we uh, started, and, this, uh, and and the beginning of the light show coincided by the arrival of Morsi and the Muslim Brotherhood to power, and this is where the show really started to get really big traction, up to 30 million viewers uh, per episode. It's remarkable to watch in Tickling uh, Giants just what you're talking about, that 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 explosion of interest and, and enthusiasm for your show. And it is very much modeled, as you said, on The Daily Show. And uh, it's wonderful to see the relationship uh, that you have with Jon Stewart. He obviously uh, thinks the world of you. I remember you being on the show a, num- a couple of different times and what a, what a great interaction you had with him. And uh, just talk a little bit, if you will, about the uh, that relationship with Jon Stewart and what it's meant to you. Well, uh, right off the bat, when Jon met me, he actually heard about me, which is, uh, I was very happy because maybe people were already describing me as the John Stewart of Egypt. But it, 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 it was not kind of a fanboy meeting an idol. It just this turned into uh, a friendship. Uh, he, he, he respected what we did. He, he liked what we did. And he came to my defense many times. Yeah. And I think this, uh, this friendship kind of uh, reached its peak when he actually came to Egypt, to my show, which was something remarkable for us. And he stood there, like, the, it, it, it showed in a documentary when he said, like, guys, I respect what you do, you inspire us. And it's like, what? Do you think that 
we inspire you, but you inspire us. Yeah. And uh, this was like a great moment for us. And uh, yeah. uh, forever I will be indebted to him for how he inspired us and how he changed our perception. We're speaking with uh, Bassem Youssef. He is the subject of the documentary Tickling Giants, uh, directed by Sir Taxler. Uh, and that respect is uh, is obvious and genuine and genuine and it and deserved. Uh, I think uh, I John Stewart of all people would understand uh, what goes into making a show that is like yours satirical and 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 most importantly to deliver that message with humor uh, and and to be sharp, to be pointed, and to be truthful. And how and the integrity that that takes, and maintaining the character that you develop as as the host of that show is, you, it's just remarkable to watch you work, uh, and also to see the reaction of the people who are uh, and your staff, especially watching you interact with your staff, is truly inspiring. And I, I, I congratulations to you for your you as a person and your ability to hold that together. And and to turn out such a wonderful um, uh, television show that you were, thank you, know, you. Yeah, terrific stuff. Um, and I want to talk a little bit in the last remaining time we have together a little bit about this idea of uh, democracy, especially in light of the Arab Spring, and now we see just sort of so much sort of unraveling and that and, and from that time when there was a tremendous amount of hope and expectations. But the importance of what you do and how satire truly is, in many ways, uh, a conduit uh, of, in, of of for democracy, for opening up a society. Would you would you talk a little bit about the importance of being able to be satirical in those in the situation that you and others have found yourself? Well, of course, it's important because uh, we are come from a, an area, a region where the leaders are invaluable. They are demigods. Uh, satirizing them and making fun of them humanizes them. You bring them down. They know that they cannot just go uh, around doing whatever they want without being account- uh, being held accountable. And this is what satire does. It brings down, the, it reminds them that like you came from the people. Of course, this is already like a, a very well-known and established practice in the West because there is this idea of the president being a public the idea of being a public servant is totally lost in the Middle East. They are not public servants. They are leaders. They are, uh, 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 they, uh, they are infallible gods. And, and this is what, uh, this is, that it's not just like uh, for presidents. It's also for whatever authority is there. Whether it's a governor or a religious person, those people are always being in, uh, untouchable. And what the, the show did is that they, it's, broke that these taboos. It told them that, like, you are still uh, uh, being held accountable by the people and you're not any better of us. And this is not a gift that you give us that we can criticize. You being there in your place is a gift of democracy that give us this at uh, the same uh, uh, right to criticize you, to make fun of you, and you're not above uh, criticism or satire. And this is what was very important. 
And and I would like to add, and I, I've, you please uh, agree or disagree with me, but I think that what your show, what the Daily Show, and the Colbert Reporter have have been doing, is satire. Is the, it, it's a different way of delivering a, a certain truth, and it also is a way for people to react in a way that kind of bypasses a lot of filters in ways that I think are. And it's also a muscle that needs to be exercised in an, in a in a society that aspires to be free and and democratic. It, it, it's a it's a wonderful it's a wonderful tool, if you will, a wonderful muscle that needs to be that needs to be developed. And I think you're doing that is just such an important thing. It's it just uh, do you agree with that 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 idea of being able to satirize and to puncture pomposity and power is so important for a democracy? Of course, because uh, it, uh, what, what satire does that regular news doesn't do is that it has the power to bring more people to the table to discuss ideas and issues that might as well be too dull or too boring or too complicated right. for right. the regular public. Right. So uh, you can, uh, through a political satire show, you can speak about the budget, what the Congress does, what, uh, what, what the funding, the militarization, all of this through informed and yet entertaining methods. So this is what satire does. This is why the importance of satire to the people. Uh, and yeah, I totally agree with you. Well, just in closing, I want to remind again our listeners we're speaking with Bassem Youssef, and he's the he is the subject of this terrific documentary called Tickling Giants, and it's about his show and so much more. It's about this Egypt as a society as a functioning or non-functioning or how, whatever. It's about the political landscape uh, that is uh, that has been taking place and, and to this day is in place. Um, the uh, how can we support you and the work that you have done and your ca- your your uh, your crew who are so who are so brave under some um, remarkably um, re- the the pressure that they were working under is there something that we can do someone as listeners someone who can help you or help them continue to do the work that you're doing well get me a job in the states get me my own show okay okay <laughs> all right well well and I think. The turnout, well, people going to see Tickling Giants will give people some indication uh, of the value of, first of all, telling your story here, but also the value, how important it is. for. We need more of you. We need more of John Stewart's. You. You know, we need more people like you, and especially now. The world is perilously close to some uh, 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 tragedy and catastrophe, and we need to put the brakes on this. We need to we need to inject our voices into it, and you you do so effectively. Um, I I I thank you so much. I know we've had a bit of a technical issues getting to uh, to the interview, and I appreciate your patience. And please continue, Basim, to do the work that you are doing and work with the people that you've been working with, and 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 all the best to the people of Egypt and as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Again, Basim Youssef, and the, the film is Tickling Giants. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.